Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. Hi Karen, welcome to Hugh at Home and well it has been a while I know but still congratulations on now becoming the official CEO and President of the St. Boniface Hospital Foundation and wow what an incredible year and I say that honestly <laughs> despite what we're living in to celebrate the hospital's 150th anniversary and the foundation's 50th anniversary. Wow. <laughs> it, it, it would be nice if we could be all open and, you know, be all together. But let's talk about this year, Karen, and the new, well, it's a new position, I guess, but not really for you. That's right, Tracy, and thank you. I, I became, officially became the president and CEO um, just at the end of March. Um, I have been acting in an interim role since September. So yeah, it wasn't exactly brand new to me, but, um, but certainly, you know, I welcome the opportunity to lead the helm here at the foundation um, moving into the future. And yeah, 2021 is a special year for both us and the hospital. Um, you know, the 150th anniversary of the hospital is a pretty big wow moment. Um, we were the first hospital in Western Canada. So it's awesome to be able to recognize that this year. There'll be a lot more information coming out in the fall about that that will be seen in, you know, in the public. But um, at this point in time, you know, it's also a bit disappointing that we're not able to gather. You know, we had hoped that there would be some in-person celebrations and an opportunity to really mark the occasion. Uh, so we'll do the best that we can given the circumstances, but yeah, it's, um, and, and of course, you know, it's also difficult because it's a hard time here in the hospital right now. Oh, and yeah, I, it affects the foundation, you, your staff, you can't, you know, everybody's working from home. And then, yes, of course, the hospital itself. Never before did we ever dream that this would be happening. For you, Karen, I guess, what are some of the more important things now as you look at yourself as the foundation, you know, the biggest fundraiser for the hospital, how yeah. is that going to change? So I think right now, I mean, this past year has been incredible in the sense of so many people from the public reaching out to make donations to support frontline healthcare workers. I mean, that's just amazing, right? Mm -hmm. We're so thrilled that people saw the hospital and other hospitals across Manitoba as being, you know, one of the most important causes that they could support um, during this past year. Um, moving forward into the future, you know, there were, are going to be lots of great opportunities to continue to support the hospital. Um, we're going to have the redevelopment of our emergency department uh, moving forward very soon, um, you know, and looking towards getting that completed over the next few years. So that's very exciting. Um, the, the size of the space is, is going to be tripling. There's going to, you know, we're going to have the capacity to see that many more patients on a regular basis. 
Um, and of course, you know, we're always happy that donors choose to support um, the, uh, the cardiovascular program here mm -hmm. at the hospital. We are the cardiac center of Manitoba. That is, you know, where, where the bulk of our patient visits come from every year. And, uh, you know, we're always happy to support purchases of new equipment and uh, to help the programs over there with, you know, with the support of donors. And do you think the foundations, and I, not only the St. Boniface Hospital Foundation, but the other foundations there, that really community is so important. As we've seen it, you've spoke about Good Samaritans stepping up and supporting the hospital staff and whatnot. Also to donors, and you have a long-lasting relationship with some wonderful donors that have been with you for years and years and years. How, Karen, are we going to you know, rejuvenate that too, right? As you go mm -hmm. forward and look for new donors and to still have that same compassion for the hospital. Yeah, I mean, I think um, St. Boniface Hospital, as you say, has a long history of compassionate patient care, of hope and healing in our community. And I think, you know, we've been very fortunate that, that the staff of the hospital mm -hmm. have continued to carry on. That, uh, that legacy of the gray nuns who started, you know, who started St. Boniface Hospital. Um, you know, I think moving forward, there's, um, you know, I, I think we, we continue to work with hospital staff to ensure that that compassionate care continues to be supported. Um, we're very lucky. We, we hear from donors all the time who are coming forward to tell us how grateful they are for the care that they received here at the hospital. Um, telling us, sharing their stories with us, telling us about the experiences they had. And really it all boils down to staff, right? Mm -hmm. It's, you know, the care and compassion that they show to patients is just phenomenal. Um, and I think that's the culture of the hospital. And uh, we're here to support that in any way that we can. Um, you know, we also see it in the donations that come in our door um, continuously throughout the past year in support of um, in support of the healthcare workers' um, donations of food, right, mm -hmm. and comfort items that yeah. people are able to offer. You know, we've had coffee and donuts donated repeatedly, mm -hmm. meals from various restaurants around town. Um, you know, we even had a, a donation of chocolates for, you know, for staff in one of the ICU units the other day. It's just little things like that, of that, you know, people are taking the time to say thank you to those healthcare workers and thank you for the care that you've shown to us in the past. Oh, I know. And it's so, it's been so long now that we've been in this and you tend to forget. I, the momentum was so strong in the beginning and, you know, we really want to say thank you again to all of the frontline workers and the healthcare workers. And for me personally, uh, I was born there. At St. Boniface, my two boys were born at St. Boniface Hospital, so uh, the, the staff there is truly amazing. And I just want to say, too, my mother spent her last two weeks in your palliative care, and oh. yeah. my heart and love yeah. go out to all the staff on that floor. Uh, they are truly amazing, and I know that any hospital has that, too, as well. But definitely compassion and empathy and respect, as well as great medical care. So, you know, we hope, we know yeah. this is going to continue, but I guess we hear everything and we see everything now. No one expected a pandemic. I wanna talk more about the foundation now, Karen, and raising money. And we all know the big galas and the, you know, the big events 
that uh, you know you're famous for and all all these other organizations what kind of ideas and I know it's happened we do virtual but yeah. moving out post pandemic what are you planning well I think um, you know continuing the events that we are currently running right we have an annual radiothon that presented by the Vicar Auto group that's that you know happens every November um, a couple of years ago, we uh, worked with some volunteers from the hospital, mm -hmm. uh, some staff to uh, start a new event called Run to Believe. So we're really encouraging all Manitobans to participate in that. <laughs> Last year, again, we made it virtual, just like everybody else. And we were thrilled to see that it ex expanded beyond the running community to include people who were also walking and cycling. Um, I think I have one staff member this year that's probably going to roller skate, you know, <laughs> to raise funds for the hospital. Roller skating's making a big comeback, apparently. <laughs> you drag them out of so, the closet. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's really exciting to see how many people want to participate in that way to help raise money for the hospital. Um, we also, a couple of years ago, uh, I guess it was in fall of 2019, mm -hmm. started a new event called Rosé Soiree, which was a, a gala type event, a, a cocktail party format. Um, we were very fortunate um, at that time to be able to hold it in the ruins of St. Boniface Cathedral. It was an absolutely stunning wow. setting. Mm -hmm. um, it was just a magical evening, all in support of cardiac care here at St. Boniface Hospital. Last year, we were able to do the event virtually, which we were very mm -hmm. grateful for. I think we were one of the first virtual galas in Manitoba, and again, it was very successful. Um, and so we hope to continue that event in person at some point <laughs> in the future. Um, it would be really great to see people again and to continue to build on that event and expand it. Oh, most definitely. And I think we all look forward to that day. For you personally, Karen, what are some of the things that you would like to work on and make a difference, not only with the foundation, but also with the hospital and the community? So, I mean, I think it's really important for us to continue to support the funding priorities of the hospital, to work mm -hmm. with the hospital leadership, to identify where are the gaps, right? Mm -hmm. We all know that government pays for all the basic health care needs that we have, but if there are gaps that our donors can help to fill just to make patient care just a little bit better, you know, just bring it a little bit higher to that mark of excellence, that's what we're, we're here to do. Um, we're also really happy to be able to support uh, research, right? Medical oh, research in our community. We're the home of the Albrechtson Research Center. And, you know, that research center alone is phenomenal. Like the, you know, the amount mm -hmm. of research that that core group of people put out every year is amazing. Um, we have 10 researchers over there that have been recognized as part of, by Stanford University, as part of the top 2% of researchers in the world. So you think about, you know, what they're doing and what they're doing helps to change the face, the face of patient care, right? And because they're here at St. Boniface, quite often we can see the results of that medical research translating directly into patient care within, you know, just within a few short years of them, you know, being able to make new discoveries and, and you know, create new innovations. So we're very fortunate. You certainly are. And you need to let the whole world know about this. I mean, this is absolutely amazing. <laughs> and it would be kind of, I think, very interesting and cool to have that connection, to be able to maybe talk to one of these top researchers, to make them, you know, do that kind of interaction that 
I think the community really would appreciate, especially now as we move forward. I think we've all been involved now in, in healthcare and, you know, getting vaccinations and, you know, through social media, we think we're the experts, but we really aren't. But I think more importantly to know we have these incredible geniuses in our own backyard and to celebrate. So yes, exactly. Well, this year we actually were able to bring back the health report. So we used to run the show mm -hmm. on a local radio station. This year we've brought it back in a virtual format. So it is giving us that opportunity to, you know, for researchers to present their, you know, present information to the community, to provide expertise on different topics. Mm -hmm. You know, a few few weeks ago we had uh, Dr. John Dukas, a cardiologist here at St. Boniface, talking about the importance of calling 911 if you think you're experiencing a heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. It seems like such a simple thing to do, but when people are in that moment, quite often that's not the first thing that comes into their mind, right? No, and so, you know, he's really trying to emphasize to the public how important it is because time is muscle when it comes to heart attacks. You know, having a cardiac arrest actually damages your heart mm -hmm. beyond repair, right? Like once heart muscles die, or sorry, once heart cells die during a heart attack, they never come back. Okay. Um, so, you know, it's super important to get to the hospital as quickly as possible. If you think you're experiencing a cardiac event, even if it turns out to not be one or to be just a minor event, it's still really important to seek that care as soon as quick, as quickly as possible. Oh, well, and I guess to wrap things up, Karen, you've been at this job since March, but you know so much about it. You've been involved with the foundation for so many years. The best part of your job? Uh, I think the absolute best part is being able to see donors make a difference in the hospital and in healthcare in our community. It absolutely is heartwarming to be able to see people make a difference with the, with the funding that they're able to provide at all levels of giving. Oh. Absolutely. Well, everybody, please continue to support the St. Boniface Hospital and the Foundation. Uh, happy birthday, happy anniversary, 50 years. Thank you. <laughs> oh, and it's been so wonderful to chat with you. And please, let's uh, keep the conversation going because we want to help you celebrate when we can all get back together in the fall, hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Tracy. For listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com, podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.
I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.